Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show is always brought to you by our friends at Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Mike McGivern, my co-host is Scott Holler. He's the head baseball coach at Oak Creek, AD at Oak Creek, and he's the president of the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association. Scott, how are you doing this week? Mike, I'm great, man. I'm, I've been looking forward to this show uh, for a couple of weeks, so I'm excited to get going. How are you doing? I'm really well, Scott, and thank you so much for your help with setting this, uh, this one up. Uh, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, look, why don't we kind of do a, let's talk to guys who played high school baseball here in the state of Wisconsin and then went on and played at a really high level. Right. And Came up with some names on, on guys, and, and a couple guys did not call us back, and that's okay. I understand. Right. But let me run down today's show. First two segments, Jared Washburn. He's a head coach at Webster. He uh, played at UW Oshkosh. He played for the Angels, the Mariners, the Tigers. He uh, won a World Series in 2002. We'll talk to him first. Then Alex Benellis. He is uh, currently a sophomore at, at, uh, at Louisville played at Oak Creek for you. Looking forward yep. to talking to him. I'm sure he's got some inside stories on Scott <laughs> Holler. Um, 11 o'clock, Gavin Lux from Kenosha Indian Trail. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking to Gavin. He is uh, he is with the Los Angeles Dodgers, second baseman, played at Kenosha Indian Trail. We'll, we'll check in with him. 11.30 for one segment, we're going to talk to two of my guys, Kevin James and Charlie Markson. Both played at Whitefish Bay. Kevin uh, got drafted by the, the Tampa Bay Rays, went on and played in that organization. Charlie went and played at Notre Dame. And we'll talk about their days of playing for the Blue Dukes and playing for you in, in an All-Star game. So I look yeah, forward to yeah, that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
our first guest, Jared Washburn. Again, he is the head coach at Webster, and, and I have to tell you, I, I read an article this morning about him that the USA uh, Today wrote, and the, the name of the article um, was about being from a small town and playing for the Dodgers, and I love the fact that Bob Nightingale did a great job writing this article, and, and I think he's just a wonderful, was a wonderful writer. But when you talk about Webster and the population at that time is 623, and, you know, all the people that, that were talking about this young guy playing in Major League Baseball and, and just how proud of, of Jared that they were and the fact that he was 5'10", about a buck sixty or something as a senior in high school, went to Oshkosh and then just started uh, getting on a roll and, and continued through Major League Baseball. We're now joined by the head baseball coach at Webster High School, Jared Washburn. Hey, Coach, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Matt, we're good. I really appreciate your, your time for a couple of uh, segments for us. Hey, um, with what's going on and, and no baseball, what, what are you doing with all this extra time you have, Coach? Well, um, I think my food plots are going to look the best they've ever looked. Uh, <laughs> <There you> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> I'm spending a lot of time on the tractor. Man, that's awesome. Hey, can I ask you, when, when you got done um, pitching in Major League Baseball, was there – did you, was there ever a second thought moving back home? Did you was that the plan? Did you know that that's where you wanted to to to, to start your your career after your baseball career ended? Yeah, pretty. I mean, my wife is from here as well, so we went to high school together, and and then she followed me to college at Oshkosh and followed me all over the country. And really, even when I played, as soon as the season was was done. We always had a house up here in the Webster area and would come back in the off-season and spend the off-seasons here. So my family's from here, her family's from here. So, yeah, it's when, when I retired, I don't think we even thought about anywhere else. And we just came back and planted our roots here in Webster. You know, the, the, one of the, uh, the quotes in this article that I read was from your mom, and she said, yeah, he told us he wanted to be the president too, but we told him he had to, he had to wait until he was 36 years old. And when he was a little kid, he said, okay, First, I'll play baseball, and then I'll become the president of the United States. But your parents said from as, as long as you could, you know, the first you could talk and walk and, and hang out, you were telling people, hey, I'm going to play professional baseball. Um, were you a multi-sport athlete in, in high school? Yep. Yeah, I played basketball, football, and ran track also. We had summer baseball back then at Webster, so I was in the spring I ran track. That's right. Hey, Coach, do you, and, and, and I was a high school basketball coach for a long time, and Scott, obviously, a high school baseball coach in the AD at Oak Creek. We, we, I know that Scott does it, and I do it, and we get up on the mountaintop and tell kids to play multiple sports in high school, to really to take advantage of that through your high school years, because if, if you start to specialize too early, I think you either get burned out or you know the dreams that you have sometimes don't come true. So take advantage of those high school years. Is that something that you tell kids uh, at your high school? Absolutely. Um, I try to get all the kids out for two, three sports. And uh, matter of fact, last year, um, my oldest son was a senior. He did baseball and track in the spring. So Oh, wow. uh, at the same time. So our school allows kids to do that. So, yeah, it's something I encourage kids to do and and uh, try to develop other skills. And, and not only that, just the, the getting burnout, I think, is, is kind of a 
something that does happen, but the injuries, I think, when you end up doing something year-round is, is the biggest uh, reason to do other things and give certain muscle groups and, and body parts rest and, and develop other skills. Hey, Jared, Scott Holler here. Uh, it's so great to hear you say that, especially for those of our listeners that don't know, um, you know, the his son that uh, Jared's talking about, uh, Jack Washburn, is pitching at Oregon State. So for you to say that, <laughs> that a, a, one of the top baseball players in the state of Wisconsin, um, if not the top baseball player last year in the state of Wisconsin, was playing baseball for you, obviously, uh, and then having a scholarship to Oregon State and still doing track at the same time. That that just blows my mind. Yeah, he uh, he really enjoyed it. He, the year before that, he was uh, one of the science teachers, the track coach, and he was helping him set up for a meet, and he asked him, how do you do that triple jump thing? And he just took off running down the <laughs> runway. And coach said, geez, I think that'd be a new school record, and you should try it Jeez. next year. And, and he joked around. He's like, yeah, I'm going to try it. And we the, me, the baseball coach, and the track coach, we worked out the schedule and That's and uh, made a plan for him for the season, and, and it worked out. So uh, all the late meets that were the conference, regional, sectional, state was all at different times than the big baseball stuff. So okay. it worked out. Jack ended up going to state in three events and wow. uh, won state, was state champion in the long jump and third in Jeez. high jump and fifth or sixth in triple jump. So. I'm embarrassed yeah. to say I didn't even know that about Jack. That's that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. Incredible. He ended up breaking the school record in all three of those events, and Holy and then also cow. then helped us to a state championship on the baseball field. So it was unbelievable. It was a fun spring for him. Hey, yeah. Jer, no, what is Jack doing? What's he doing now? Is he is he home? Yeah, he is home. Um, he's actually today he's trout fishing with Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> he loves trout fishing and salmon fishing. He's a fly fishing nut. So. Um, but yeah, he came home, uh, about two or three weeks after they had canceled their season. Uh, the school had closed down everything on the university, so it didn't allow him to use the facilities there anymore. So he came home and has been doing school online since then and working towards his degree and itching to play some ball. What position does he play at that level? He's uh he was in in the bullpen at pitcher this year, uh, but they like his swing too. So they said uh, they they do let him play on the like fall. He played some outfield, and then uh, this spring they told him they want him to concentrate on pitching, and and then next year they'd let him try to do both and see if he could try to win a spot playing both ways. But uh, you know I think he definitely has if if he's lucky enough to go on at the next level, I think it's going to be on the mound. So. And what's interesting, Jared, is, I mean, you got, I mean, obviously you've had an incredible run at Webster, and I'm sure Mike will start to get into that here in a second, but what about Owen? Um, I know he recently committed to South Carolina. Is that, I saw second base, I'll be honest, obviously other than the state tournament last year, I haven't seen you guys play a lot. Do you think Owen, uh, who was a junior this year, is he at South Carolina? Is that kind of the same thing? Do they want him as a two-way guy, or is he going to be more of a pitcher or just second baseman? Yeah, he is. Def- he got recruited as a two-way guy, and uh, okay. he's he is uh, he can really hit. He's he's okay. a talented kid, but he's he's starting to grow too. So he's getting a little bigger, a little stronger. So gotcha. uh, I'm sure he'll be. If we would have got to play this spring, he would have been up over that 90 miles an hour off the mound right. as well. So uh, right. talented arm, uh, but he's got great hands and can hit hit uh, better than any high school kid I've seen up in this area. So I know gotcha. don't. You're a part of the state. You get a little more uh, higher talented kids, but he's uh, 
he's capable of doing both at the college level, and and uh, right. hopefully he gets gets uh, keeps improving and has a chance to work beyond that as well. We are talking to Jared Washburn again. He's the head baseball coach at Webster. He is in the Hall of Fame at uh, UW Oshkosh. He pitched for the Angels and he pitched for the Mariners and the Tigers. Hey, Jared, I, I had the uh, the opportunity to coach my son in basketball here in the Milwaukee area. And uh, after that first year, it was a really good experience. I think the first year we both were learning a little bit. I, I'm wondering what the experience was like for you to coach your sons. Uh, the first couple of years was tough for me. Uh, when I retired, they were in, I think, fourth grade, uh, Jack's grade was. And I could tell he had a talented group of kids that were in his grade, so but I was a little too hard on him early on in my coaching career. And, <laughs> and, uh, so it took a, a lot of adjusting from my end on how to best to teach kids and deal with kids. And, and, uh, so it was a big learning curve for me. Uh, but the good thing is by the time those kids were in high school, they were, I, I barely had to coach them. They were, they were loved the game so much and worked at it so much and played enough in the summer that they got to the point where it was, uh, Kind of just tell them who's who's playing where and what the lineup is, and and uh, not much coaching went on during games. In my last couple of years here, it's, I was pretty lucky. Jerry, Boy, did you have aspirations to? Did you have aspirations to coach at Webster, or was it more just, hey, I'm going to coach my boys and then see what happens? Or did you reach out to Webster High School? Did you go there as an assistant first, or how did that play out? Um, I did not have any aspirations at all to coach. Uh, we really didn't have much of a youth program here when I retired, so I, I really helped get that going and, and got a ton of the, the young kids interested, and we got the numbers really good. And okay. during those years, it was kind of a revolving door at the head coaching position. It uh, gotcha. in, When I first got took the job, they had had four coaches the four previous years. So it was wow. coach one year, change, every, four years in a row they changed. Wow. And we were a co-op with Siren, who's the town south of us at the time. Okay. So um, I could see the talent coming. I could see yeah. that we were going to be really good in a few years. And so at that time I was like, you know what, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to take the job now. Just... Right. Uh, because I see what's coming, and I took some lumps the first few years and changing the culture and and getting the the program where it needed to be, and and uh, but it all turned out pretty good at the end. Yeah, yeah well, last, it, last couple yeah, of years for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, like 2019, they went 30 and 0. Um, they they won 11 to 1 in the Division Four State Championship. They gave up a run in the first inning. They were down one nothing and went on to score 11, five in the second, two, and then four, and um, went on to finish out a undefeated season, which just does not happen uh, very often, that's for sure, in, in the state of Wisconsin or pretty much anywhere in high school athletics. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk with Jared Washburn a little bit about his days playing high school baseball here in the state of Wisconsin. Again, he's the head baseball coach at Webster. And uh, he is uh, in the Hall of Fame at Wisconsin Oshkosh, played for the Angels, the Mariners, Tigers. He won a World Series in 2002. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGiver and my co-host is Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek, and he's the president of the WBCA. Our special guest for the first two segments today shows Jared Washburn, the head baseball coach at Webster, where he went to high school. Hey, Jared, can we talk a little bit about playing baseball at Webster when, when you were there? Yeah, no problem. What, uh, what's the difference from, from then to now? Is the, the talent level kids playing more baseball? Um, what kind of success did you guys have when you were there? Uh, well, my sophomore year, we won a conference championship, and that was our first uh, conference championship we had ever won in baseball at our school and the only conference championship we ever won until I started coaching. And then, like, three or four years ago, we – went on a run where we've won a few in a row now, but yeah, uh, we won as my sophomore year. And then uh, that was it. But we had, there was a quite a bit of talent in our area up here at that time. Uh, Unity was in our conference. Mm-hmm. And back then we were summer ball, which I'm third Oak Creek, I think was summer ball back then too as yep. well. Right. Yep. Yes, we were. Yep. And, and Unity actually won a state championship my senior yep. year. Uh, which was 1992. So they were in our yeah. conference. We had to battle them every year, and that's who we lost to in the sectional championship my senior year is is we got beat by Unity, and then they went on and won the state championship. Yeah, Jared, so when you, uh, when you were going through that time, I mean, obviously with social media being what it is today and, and being from a smaller town, what were what were your thoughts and and were you heavily recruited coming out of Webster? Were you more kind of knowing you were going to go the state school route or or how did that all shake out? Because I know I know you uh, redshirted at, at at Oshkosh as well, but was Oshkosh kind of? I mean, Coach Lechner was there obviously. Can you talk a little bit about that process? Uh, yeah, it was a that was it was definitely different than today's day. And right, I right. was not recruited at all, not much less heavily. I mean, I was I know my senior year it was in the winter time during basketball season my high school baseball coach at the time rusty helen he he called me into his classroom he was a sixth grade teacher at the time he's like hey what are your plans and i said well i think i'm going to go to eau claire and uh major in business and he's like uh uh you're going to play baseball i said yeah i'm going to try out he goes well you should go somewhere other than eau claire he goes go to oshkosh they're better (laughs) And I said, uh, all right. And he goes, let me make a call. And so he called Coach Lechner and said, hey, I got a kid I think can play for you. And he said, well, you got any tape? And he's like, no. So we went in the gym during the middle of the winter. I hadn't touched a ball since August probably. Sure. And uh, my brother at the time was my our high school catcher. So we just went in the gym, and I threw to my brother off the flat ground in the gym, and we sent it to Coach Lechner. And he saw the tape, came up, watched me play basketball, and said, I want you to come to Oshkosh. So that was the extent of my recruiting. <laughs> that's fantastic. That it told really what a great story. I mean, that's like right. that's like one of these movies that you watch on Hallmark, you know? Right. That the kid from the small town he he's dating the girl and he ends up going to Oshkosh Hall of Fame, going to Major League Baseball, and then moving back home and coaching his sons. And I'll tell you what, if they haven't made the movie, Jared, I, I I'd watch it. You get it made, I'll definitely <laughs> I'll definitely watch it. Hey, um, so with the kids now, your seniors this year, and I feel bad for those kids, Jared, those kids that were yeah. planning on, on playing one more year. 
you know, what as 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 their coach, what can you say to those guys? Is is there any? There's no magic words to tell them how bad you feel that they don't get it their last year, correct? Yeah, there is no magic words, and it's nothing you can say and makes it any better. I mean, it it really stinks for them. I mean, they were it was it was a hungry, hungry group with a chip on their shoulder this year that I would have had um, with the, such talent that we lost last year's senior class. Um, right. And going thirty and zero, and those guys getting all the press and awards right. and things like that. I think everybody was kind of writing this group off and telling them they couldn't win anything, and all your seniors are gone. And so they were they really wanted to get on the field and prove that they could do it as well. And um, yeah, I feel ter- terrible for them. It's it's not a great way to end their senior career for sure. No, and you've got to believe that that these other teams in the Lakeland. We're, we're, we're going, okay, you know what, maybe now's the chance that we got it. You know, somebody can, can maybe knock these guys off a little bit. And to, to have a team that's playing with a chip on their shoulder, um, I've always, as a basketball coach, I've always liked those teams the most. Jared, i got to be honest with you, because those are the kids who get in, the, get in the weight room in the off season and get after a little bit and get, I'm sure in baseball, get some additional ground balls or fly balls hit to them and get in the batting cages um, a little bit. What uh, what is next year's team? Do you have was this going to be a younger team then this year, or was it going to be senior laden for you? It would have been a younger team, and and we only really are going to lose two seniors that that played. Uh, they're going to be hard hard guys to to uh, replace, and and they'll we'll miss them for sure. But but we've there was only two seniors this year that had played in the past, so um, it, I just worry about the. Yeah, I don't know if they're up here really once we're allowed to do anything in the summer. it's There's not a lot of, like, Legion or anything like that up in this area. So I don't know what's going to be any be out there for them to be able to right. play. I think uh, baseball, in my opinion, is the toughest sport there is to take a year off and not suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, so if these kids all go without a, uh, with a whole year of not playing any baseball and it's gonna. There's gonna be some serious rust next year, so we'll uh, we'll have our work cut out for us. But hopefully, things get back to normal soon. Hey, hey, Scott. When when you talk to other coaches in the WBCA about what what, and we haven't had a conversation since the WI shut down um, spring sports and then allowed. I think those those contact days that yeah. uh, that you thought maybe they were going to do. Um, your your thought on on what they put in place for for high school coaches? Yeah, I think it's you know, and I I don't want to speak for Jared, but I can tell you what what we're going to do down here um, in terms of Oak Creek High School and the Southeast Conference is, you know, we're going to basically use those 30 contact days that were given us to kind of run like a month long camp, you know, and maybe maybe do some inter squad games and maybe try to schedule a home and away uh, versus Franklin so the seniors can put the uniform on one last time. But, um, you know, for what it's worth, who knows what July is even going to look like at this point. I don't know if I'm going to be able to have 10 freshmen out there with me at a time and then have 10, you know, and 10 more freshmen come an hour later. Or who knows what it's going to look like. But, you know, I, I do plan on taking advantage of it. Um, if travel ball teams are back and running and so on and so forth, then, you know, maybe not every, maybe not all my guys will be there, but whoever whoever wants to come and, and work out, that's what I'm going to do. And 
I got to imagine, you know, Jared would do something similar, at least take advantage of the time they did give us, you know, because usually unless you're coaching a Legion program and not using school resources, you really don't, you know, have the opportunity to work with the guys um, in the summer. So uh, for me, it'll be something new, but I'm excited to at least have an opportunity in July before football starts to try to work with work with our guys. Hey, Jared, last question for you. Uh, with your son's home, is there, is there facilities um, up in your area for these for these boys to, to get some swings in and get their throwing in things like that. I'm sure that they're 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 doing that. And, and I'm wondering if, if there's uh, a place up there that that they can get all their work done. There's uh, when I was first retired there, I coached the basketball in the summer in the winter time, and uh, they were fourth grade kids. So uh, two gyms in the town. We really never got to practice because of the gym being taken right. so back then that many years ago i built a big shed and put a basketball court and a batting cage and everything in it so uh right here on my property i got a place for the kids to to go get all their work in so that's but uh, if it wasn't for that then really no the only facilities would be at the school and with schools locked down right now that uh, a lot of kids are are without a place to be able to do something like that boy good right. for you and obviously given back to, to a sport and to a community that has given him a ton. And the best part of that story is he gets done pitching for, you know, the Angels, Mariners, and Tigers and, and, and goes back home to, to the Webster area. And uh, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, Jared, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. I re- we really appreciate it. Uh, yes. I'm hoping your son is, uh, is catching some fish with his grandfather. Yeah, I'm sure they will. They usually do yeah. pretty good. So uh, thanks for having me, guys, and yeah. uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah. Mark Fuller just texted me, Jared. He said uh, he said he knows you're itching to get out there. He said the fish are biting. <laughs> I already went a little this morning, and I did pretty good. Oh. So uh, there you I'll go. be back out. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks so much, Jared. We appreciate thank, it, buddy. Th- thank you, Jared. All right, guys. Take care. You, you bet. Scott, I gotta, I'm got i not going fishing. i got to cut my grass after this. I, yeah, that's me, too. Yeah, that's and me, these too. Guys are, these guys are up there fishing. I love that. Let's get to a break. The other side of the break, uh, Alex Benellis. He is uh, currently a sophomore at Louisville, played at Oak Creek. He was, uh, I think he was All-State all four years, wasn't he, Scott? Yes, he was. All-State, uh, but WBCA All-State, uh, freshman through senior year. Boy, that's uh, looking yeah. forward to talking to uh, to Alex. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Mike McGivern, my co-host is Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek. Hey, Scott, before we get to our next guest, Jared Washburn, man, what a great story. Yeah, imagine if, uh, you know, his science teacher doesn't call him in and make a phone call to Oshkosh and he ends up at Eau Claire. Nothing against Eau Claire by any means, but... Wow. I mean, it's just one of those great stories that, you know, one phone call from somebody and completely changes Jared's life. He goes in the first round, you know, goes on, wins a NCAA Division Three World Series, uh, pitches in that final game at Oshkosh his sophomore year, wins a World Series at Oshkosh, then goes in the first round uh, to the Anaheim Angels, and then ends up pitching game one of a World Series. I mean, just 
it's just fantastic. That's the stuff you love to hear. That's what sports Scott, is all about. And Scott, can you imagine how many Division three in the state of Wisconsin, Division three college baseball coaches, have told kids about Jared Washburn? Oh, absolutely. Well, they, they, no, oh, they, yeah, he's, he's a great he's story. A benchmark. Yep. Yep. He he's a huge story. I mean, we and I could go on and on. The other one that comes to mind right off the top of my head is obviously Jordan Zimmerman at yep. Stevens Point. Fairly recently. Um, has had a fantastic major league career, and the list goes on and on. And, and that it's a credit to the incredible D3 baseball we have in this state. No no doubt. Our next guest for the next two segments, and I'm excited to, to talk to this young man. He uh, certainly had quite an impact playing baseball at Oak Creek for you, Coach, for your community yep. and school in the state of Wisconsin. He is Alex Benellis. He's now a sophomore uh, at Louisville. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing good. You can follow Alex on Twitter at AlexBanellis13. And Alex, I'm wondering, you know, with, with what's going on in our world, what are your plans right now? Um, just really staying safe um, and just trying to stay ready for whenever they say play ball again. Um, just, you know, go one day at a time. And as Coach Mack, the head coach at Louisville, always says, is get 1% better every day. So no matter what you're doing, just try to better yourself a little bit each day, just in preparation of whenever we're allowed to hear that word, you know, play ball again. Hey, Scott, can I ask you, because, and this is probably going to be me interviewing you two guys more than <laughs> you being my co-host for these next two segments, but when he walked on campus at Oak Creek and he came out for baseball as a freshman, how how quick and how early did you know that this is a kid that had a chance to, to play at a really high level. Yeah, so it's it's a fun story. It's I love telling this story. Um, I'll be honest. I <laughs> I knew Alex Pinellas was special when he was in first grade. Um, ah. People that are people that are close to me know this, but Alex went to the elementary school, Edgewood Elementary here in Oak Creek, that I taught at uh, for ten years. So I remember teaching one day, and I'll try to make the story quick so we can talk more to Alex, but um, I remember Tom Dorlack, our FIAD teacher, who happens to live across the street from Alex, coming into my fifth grade class, and he goes, hey, you need to come down to the gym at you know this time later today. And I go, for what? He goes, you got to see this first grader. I go, what? <laughs> he goes, no, 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 I'm not joking. you got to come watch this first grader just move around and throw. He goes, we're playing dodgeball. you got to see this kid's arm. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now, a first grader? So... I go down there, I watch him, and sure as heck, Alex, you already, you know, you could tell he had something special about him. Well, lo and behold, as time went on, I ended up teaching Alex in fifth grade as well and, and started working with him. Um, on the weekends, he played for the Milwaukee Angels at that time, and his dad, Pete, who was a professional basketball player in, in, uh, in Greece um, and an unbelievable athlete, Got to know the family, started working out with Alex uh, through middle school on the weekends and things like that. And um, it, it was it was evident, and a lot of people know this story, but he actually had committed to the University of Louisville before he even played a game in high school. He really? went to their camp. He went to their camp uh, the summer, heading into his freshman year, and obviously they fell in love with him. Summer going into freshman year, offered him a scholarship, and he was committed, which was and he can tell you himself, it was, it was an incredible feeling because there were, it was Louisville and I think maybe one other school Alex ever dreamed of playing for and, the, and Louisville came calling before he ever played for high school and it, it was a no-brainer. His first ever at-bat, he, he hit a triple. I think his third at-bat, he hit a home run. It was just, it was just silly right from the get-go. 
Hey, Alex, do you, do you remember being on campus at Louisville? You're, obviously, you didn't even start your freshman year. And did you know at that point, man, this is a place I want to be? Yeah, it was definitely, you know, a crazy experience. Like, I was only 14 years old, like, just turning 14, and uh, didn't really know what, you know, really college baseball was all about and how, you know, being committed and scholarships and just, like, you know, being offered to play out of the university, like, that was all about. And um, just going down there with my family and talking to, you know, head coach, Coach McDonald, um, it was definitely a crazy feeling. And uh, I didn't really know much. Um, when they offered me, like, I was thinking, like, you know, what does this mean? Like, do I have to wait till I'm a junior now to, you know, sign or can I commit? Like, I didn't know any of that, really. But um, with help from my dad and, you know, Coach Holler and all my support group, they walked, they helped me go through the process. And just after seeing all the facilities and what they, the program's all about with all, you know, winning is a habit and all the guys that they produce that go to pro ball and play in the major leagues. And, you know, that's my dream one day. It's, it was definitely a place where I knew it, that I had to be. Hey, Alex, for a kid who's 14 and becomes known that, that he's already committed to Louisville, yeah, and, and now you're moving up from playing, you know, Pony League baseball or eight, against eighth graders to playing as a 14-year-old against 18- and 19-year-olds, and they know – that that this is a kid who's already committed mm-hmm. to Louisville. You got to believe that the, the the pitchers and the people you were facing at that time were, you know, they were playing with a chip on their shoulder, doing everything they could to get you out. Did you feel any uh, added pressure at that point? Um, I wouldn't say too much added pressure. Um, but it was definitely fun, you know, going against you know eighteen year olds at the age of fourteen. Um, there was definitely some guys that you could tell, you know, they didn't really like it, like guys that I'd play. And then some guys, you know, I get to second base and they'd be asking me all these questions, you know, how'd you do it, all this stuff. You know, it's just cool. Um, playing, you know, with Coach Holler on Oak Creek, you know, it was always a dream of mine since I was a little kid and being able to do it for all four years and have my um, scholarship in my back pocket so I don't really have to worry about, you know, trying to find a college while in high school. It was, it was just you know, a very cool experience to live out my dream as a little kid, you know, growing up playing for, you know, Coach Holler and Oak Creek in the community. It, I wouldn't say that pressure. It was more just, it was, it was fun. It was one of the best experiences of my life, like playing four years at Oak Creek. You know, Mike, to kind of piggyback on that, and, and he's not going to say it because he's very humble, but Alex is always, he's always been extremely mentally tough. And that goes back to when, when he was younger and, his his parents, um, Amy and Pete, you know, raised him. Um, and inc- they did an incredible job raising him. He was always very mentally tough, um, and I think that showed through right away. You know, because you're right. Um, that's I, I, obviously it's nothing I ever experienced. But it, he wasn't phased. He and, he and he wasn't cocky by any means either. And I think that's why Alex is so respected um, amongst his peers and amongst anyone that meets him is because he has that, that edge to him where he's got, he, he has to get 1% better. And, and that comes from, from his parents, obviously, and, and raising him the right way and um, just, always, just always did the right thing at all, at all times. He, he's always known what he wants to do, and um, I think that really helped him as he went through, through high school for sure and definitely even when he got to the University of Louisville. Well, he, look, he was a freshman All-American, and, and looking at his Twitter page, he was also um, 
the freshman of the year at Louisville for their Louis Student Athlete Awards show. And mm-hmm. uh, very exciting that, you know, I, at Louisville, he's the, the male freshman of yeah. the year, a kid from, from Oak Creek. Hey, Alex, before we get to a break, the difference in, in pitching that you were used to when you were here at Oak Creek and then made the jump to Louisville, how big of a jump was that for you? Um, it was a huge jump. It was definitely a jump where I knew that it was going to be a pretty big one, but it was more than what I expected. Um, I played travel ball, obviously, in the fall and springs, and we played some pretty good competition from all over the country, and we saw some good pitchers. But just the maturity level of you know college pitchers, they have the velocity and then you know three, four off-speed pitches to go with it, and they can locate them all. And it was a huge adjustment. My in my first fall scrimmages, we scrimmaged against each other. And, you know, we were top five in the country, so we're facing very good arms. And it was tough. I, I didn't, you know, perform the way I really wanted to. Um, coming, you know, coming out of high school, I, you know, I didn't really struggle that much, to be honest. And, you know, getting there that fall and kind of struggling and, you know, not hitting 400 like I did in high school or 500, you know, I was hitting 250 and, I was just like, you know what, I just got to keep working. And so I'd, I'd go in the hack shack is what we call it, our indoor hitting cages, and I'd be there on the weekends till 2 in the morning, just hitting <laughs> off the machine, hitting off the tee, mm-hmm. bringing guys in there, just just constantly working and getting better every day. And I, I truly think that, you know, all those late nights in the hack shack and turning up the pitching machine as, you know, as high as it goes really, you know, helped me just mentally just like grow up and be like, all right, you just got it. You just got to work harder. And then the spring came around and, you know, I was kind of used to it by then. You know, I didn't really seem phased when I saw 95. I wasn't, you know, scared in the box, just relaxed. And it was just more, the more you see it, the more you get used to it. Hey, Scott, you know, before we get to a break, I've had a number of kids over 36 years coaching basketball. I know that you've had some kids that, it, when, if they heard that story where, okay, they're hitting 500 in high school ball and they're hitting 250, yeah. they would they, they would go into a shell. And it yep. might take six months to a year to get them out. This kid goes to the hack shack and, and stays in there until yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. Because that when you talked about being mentally tough, that's where that came from. Well, and so the other piece of that story is... Alex was not starting at, at third base when the, the season opened last year at Louisville. And I believe what, Alex, it was about two and a half weeks. You you had some pinch hit opportunities in those first two, two weeks, two, three weeks of the season in the non-conference games. He wasn't starting. And, you know, it. so he goes on to be a first-team freshman All-American and then obviously got named preseason first-team All-American this year. And his stats last year were missing three, pretty much three weeks of the season because, you know, Coach Mack and, and all the credit in the world to Coach Mack, he's one of the top baseball country, people in the country. He was, you know, uh, and I believe testing Alex a little bit, making sure Alex was ready, kind of eased him into it. And then once he got his opportunity, he seized it. Yeah, he did. We're going to continue our conversation with Alex Benellis again. Oak Creek grad, he was a four-time All-State uh, performer here in the state of Wisconsin playing high school baseball, now a sophomore at the University of Louisville. And we'll continue our conversation with him on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 
on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you, as always, by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host is Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek. Alex Pinellas, he is uh, currently a sophomore at University of Louisville. He graduated from Oak Creek. Hey, Alex, can I ask you your favorite memory? Um, when you think back to your four years of playing high school baseball with the guys that you walked through the halls with, the guys you played some youth baseball with, your favorite memory of playing baseball at Oak Creek, what would that be? Um, I'd probably say hmm, that's tough because there's, there's literally so many. Um, I'd probably say going to state my sophomore year and uh, how we got there, we um, – kind of dominated going through the sectionals um we we got the 10 run run rule in high school and we did it to, you know both teams in the sectionals and it was just fun with that group of guys we were special and just the way that season went is the first game of the year we lost like 34 to 4 or something like that to marquette first game of the year oh my <laughs> that was it was the worst baseball game i've ever been hey, don't don't hey, make it worse than it was. It was thirty-one I, to four. Hey, Alex, I, four. I'm shocked that the AD at Oak Creek didn't fire the head baseball coach at, at Oak Creek. I know. the same thing. Man, oh man. We, we need to look in a different direction. Is what what you had to be thinking. Fifteen <laughs> walks, fifteen walks, and thirteen errors we committed in that game. Now, in, yeah. in there, it was nine nothing after the first inning. And I will say, I, I pulled everybody. I pulled every starter out of the game in the second inning, and unfortunately, it's spitball. It's it snowballed from there. Um, yeah, go ahead. You know, Keep the, going. The, hey, Scott, <laughs> the, the nice thing about that is you can only get better after that, right? Yeah. The you irony, mean, that, yeah. The crazy the, thing, there was we had, we went on an 18-game winning streak after that. Um, we finished that season 31-3. and three. Uh, We lost that first game 31-4. to four. And we finished the season 31 and three. It was it was pretty insane. I've never been a part of anything like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Alex, <laughs> when 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 I talked to kids when I was coaching high school basketball, and I would tell, for the majority of the kids, they're they're not going to go to Louisville and play basketball. You know, there's going to be some Division three kids, some NAIA kids, and I'll tell them that that the some of the best times of your life is playing sports with the kids that you go to high school with the -hmm. kids that are sitting in your chemistry class or your math class that come out and watch you and cheer for you to play and these kids all look at me like man you're crazy if if high school is so much better than grade school i can't Mm -hmm. wait to get to college and then they get to you know division three or division two and it's not it's it's a business at that point and would you say that, that obviously playing in the World Series with Louisville is unbelievable, but those years playing Oak Creek um, and playing high school baseball here in the state of Wisconsin have to be just some of the best times of your life. Yeah, it definitely was, you know, playing with all my friends from high school and just how they were just so bought in to coming every day and just playing the game that we loved together. And uh, it was Every game, there's you know funny stories from it. Everyone, everyone's having fun. After the game, we go hang out. We go to you know some pizza place or get food after as a team. And it's just like everyone, everyone is you know so for each other. There's no really 
you know, fighting for a spot, you know, that may happen with some guys, but for the most part, everyone liked each other. There was no, you know, jealousy of anything. And uh, it was just, you know, playing for your community and playing Oak Creek baseball with your best friends. It's it's awesome. Um, That that season, my sophomore year, we after that loss, that first game of the year, you know, we all came together and, like Coach Holler said, we won, you know, 18, 19 games after that. And the best part was after that game, Coach Holler was like, when we make it to the state tournament <laughs> and people are reading the book that is given out, of you know, and it says our record and the score of each game, they're going to look at the first game and say, is that a typo? And, right. and so we, we all rallied together and was like, you know, yeah, this was just a crazy game. And it's just how we all came together and trusted each other. It's yeah. just awesome what you know high school sports can do. That was one of the most special special teams and you know special moments. I got an article from the journal on my wall in my office uh, about that because they they obviously that, that was a big story that year. <laughs> we lost a game thirty one to four and then you know made it to the state tournament and you know yep. just to add on to what Alex was saying you know he he did catch a lot of grief um, for not playing travel ball in the summer um, and obviously having the scholarship to Louisville. And when I say he caught a lot of grief, what I mean by that is, you know, there were plenty of people telling him, you know, maybe you're not going to reach your potential by playing summer high school baseball at Oak Creek um, versus traveling around the country, you know, playing against the top players in the the country and all that. And Alex, to his credit, um, said, you know what? I get that. I get that I could maybe be playing against a little bit better competition, but um, I want to do this. I want to play for my high school, and uh, it, it was it meant a lot to me. Obviously, um, I consider Alex family, and um, it, it meant a lot to the kids in in our school uh, that he wanted to wear Oak Creek across his jersey and, and enjoy those moments. So it was it, it said a lot about him and his character. Yeah, it it does, Alex. Thank, you know, I really appreciate. That, that, that you made that decision because you know that kids in your position, they are under a lot of pressure nowadays mm-hmm. to, 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 to do the travel ball, um, to make sure that they're, they're playing against the best competition. But I love the fact that you said, hey, look, I, I, I'm okay with that. I, I want to play with these guys. I want to play for Oak Creek, my community, my school, and my boys. And, and I really uh, I commend you for that decision. Was that a hard decision for you? Um, not really. I, I knew right away, um, that I wanted to play high school baseball, um, for coach Holler. And, you know, there's always been something that as a little kid, I go to the games and be like, I want to do that one day. Cause you're only in high school once. And right. Yeah. Yeah. It did maybe hurt my draft stock a little bit coming out of high school. Cause I wasn't playing against the best competition, you know, all the time, all summer and in front of all the scouts all summer. But, you know, it's something that, I wouldn't change for anything. It was, uh, you know, one of the best four years of my life, all the memories that I made and, you know, playing for a coach like coach Holler, if, if it wasn't for him and if someone else was the coach, you know, maybe my decision would have been different, but you know, with him, I've known him my whole life. It just it was made this decision so easy. There was no hesitation. There was no one day I want to play travel ball. One day I want to play high school. It was, it was always high school, hundred percent from the beginning. Hey, looking at your Twitter account, I, I see how you feel about that draft pick that the Packers had. So, uh, um, no, <laughs> he's a diehard Aaron no, Rodgers no, fan. No, 
<laughs> yeah. So you can follow Alex on, on Twitter, Alex Vanellis13. Um, and you can uh, read a few of these for yourself. Uh, this is uh, really good stuff. I wish we had one more segment because I'd ask you some inside information on <laughs> Scott Holler. But you know what? Uh, we'll have to get to that at a different time. Hey, Alex, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Real quick, what are you going to school for? Um, sport administration. So, you know, one day, you know, maybe me be like Coach Holler and be an athletic director. Well, you know what? If if your team loses the first game thirty nine to one or whatever that score was, you might want to you might want to make a change at that point. Who knows? Alex Benellis, thank you so much for your time, young man. Um, I appreciate it, and uh, certainly keep that swing going. All these all these YouTube videos I'm watching of that swing, they sure love that at Louisville. Well done. Thank you, Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Gavin Lux. He is uh, second baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers, played his high school baseball at Kenosha Indian Trail. He will join us on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.